Hi there, and welcome to a different way of seeing. Have you ever wondered how a disabled person lives their life? Join our host, Lois Drachen, as she chats to people about work, education, travel, sport, the arts, and leisure, and the tools and techniques they use to live their lives with the disability. And now, on with the show. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of A Different Way of Seeing, a podcast where we talk all things disability. I'm your host, Lois Strachan. I'm on leave at the moment, but I didn't want to leave you without an episode for the whole month of September. So today, I'm sharing a podcast by a friend and colleague, blind podcaster, Charlie Diasse. His podcast is called Global Network, and you can find it anywhere that you normally find your podcasts. Those of you who listen to this podcast regularly will recognize Charlie's voice because, yes, Charlie's the guy from Naledi Media who recorded our credits. So we thought it would be nice to share one of his episodes and give you something to listen to while I'm on leave. So here's Global Network. Global Network is brought to you in partnership by Naledi Media. Naledi Media, all your vocal needs under one roof. Contact Charlie now on charliesa dot at gmail.com. That's charliesa dot at gmail.com for your own custom-made jingle now. On June 30th, we went to I Love Coffee Coffee Shop, where Guidox SA were launching their 90-second advert, asking for donations. And it was a spectacular event, even if I have to say so myself. Well, on this episode, we go along and preview all of that and find out what was happening on that day and who did what where. Stay with us as we give you the glitz and glamour about this event. joining us here on Global Network. My name is Charlie D and today we are doing something very, very different. I want to thank even the people that is listening to us at this time. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast, thank you so much. Remember, we have a new website that is up and running and I am going to put that in our show notes as well. So you can go check that out as well. So exciting. Before I tell you all about this exciting website that we have created here, Global Network, for you to go and see all our our episodes, to go and see all our show notes and stuff like that. I want to give you something that you won't forget. Not today, not tomorrow, but not ever. So, we have been, two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, at the I Love Coffee Coffee House, and we had joined and participated at the Guide Dogs SA event that they had and they held there. 
So, today, I'm coming to give you that. So, after the break, I'm going to come back. What I will do is I will let you hear what transpired that day at the I Love Coffee Coffee House. So, don't you move a muscle because we have Jackie, the marketing manager. There's a lady called Lucy who is actually a guide dog handler. We have a lot of them coming up in order to tell you how the day has transpired. Hey, we even have an O&M instructor started just recently. Her name is called Zandi and she's going to be telling us about this lovely, lovely event. So, stay tuned and don't you move a muscle because if you do, you will miss out. I promise you. Stay tuned. people it's your boy tab ho tab uncle jasnap i'm greeting you in the name of love peace and realness beautiful people you got to check out global network wherever you get your podcast today not yesterday not tomorrow right now ho tab i'm out of here The glitz and glamour of the who's who in the business world came together in order to make the day fun and everyone wanted to mingle before breakfast was served. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kenny here. I am at the uh, Guide of Association event and it seems like it's going to be a good one. I'm not pretty sure, but it's, it stands to see. It's a good family reunion of dogs and humans all in the same building. And I'm pretty sure um, from what I'm gathering, um, a lot of people are coming to actually enjoy the event with us. So I hope um, you're going to enjoy the podcast as much as I am going to enjoy recording it. And a mission to record the episode it has proven to be. With that, Jackie Quayle, the marketing manager, took the stage and grabbed everyone's attention with what she was about to say next. During COVID, was that we couldn't go out into the community and fundraise. Um, it meant we had to move most of our fundraising efforts online and on social media and also through our call centre. And through doing this, we soon realised that um, awareness of South African guide dogs had dropped within the South African community. And we realised that we needed to do something about this. And so, uh, together with our partner Switch Brand Agency, we put together an integrated marketing campaign, which is launching today. Um, it is a first of its kind for South African guide dogs, so we're very excited to show you. The theme of our campaign is freedom, and freedom to us is independence. Independence is different to everybody, um, and many of us take our independence for granted. We get up, we hop in our cars, we drive to work, we can cross the road, all of these sort of things without much hindrance. But for our clients, they don't take these small tasks for granted. 
when we look at the services that South African Guidelines Association provides, it come, comes down to one thing. We provide the tools to, uh, to give our clients greater independence. Our campaign has a number of elements which we will be rolling out over the next few months. Uh, this includes TV, uh, TV adverts, radio adverts, outdoor billboards, print and social media campaigns. We've already secured public service announcements on ETV, DSTV, and Radio 702. We have outdoor billboards already at the car train in Johannesburg, and we're sponsored by Jason Kerr. And then we will be launching our digital campaign. You can help us today by sharing these elements. What we're going to do is later on today, you will all be receiving a link to a Google Drive. These will have all of the elements that are needed. We would like you to please share with your networks as far and wide as possible so that we can raise awareness about South African guide dogs. After this, it was time to mingle and go outside and go talk to the wonderful people of Guide Dogs SA. Um, Jackie, why this initiative initially? So Charlie, the reason that we've launched this new campaign is that we realized that um, awareness of South African Guide Dogs Association had actually dropped within the South African public. And we needed to make our services more aware. You know, um, people didn't know what we stand for and people that need our services didn't know that we were around. So that's the need for the campaign. What are you actually trying to achieve with um, such an initiative? I think we're trying to just create more awareness around South Africa um, so that people know that we're not only an association that provides guide dogs for people with visual impairment, but we also have our College of Orientation and Mobility, um, teaching daily life skills to people with visual impairment, and also um, our service dog offering and autism support dog offering that we also have. Another thing that I have seen happening here is that you have this nice second video that you actually played um, recently. Well, how long did it take in order to make such a video? Because I know with um, guide dogs, they can be rambunctious sometimes and all those. So how, did, how long did it take in order to shoot and um, get that thing going? Well, the, the planning was a year in, in the making but the actual shoot days, we got done quite quickly. I think the shoot was a total of four or five days um, all on different locations um, and in that video we've got guide dogs, we've got service dogs, autism support dogs and also people walking with the long cane. You know, working with, what did they say, never work with animals or children. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's always difficult but we, in the end, got beautiful shots of our working dogs. Is this um, initiative going to go on for a long run or do you or do you think it's only for a short-term base thing? This is going to be a long-term thing. So what we're doing is over the next few months we will be rolling out all the different elements of the campaign um, with our TV adverts, our radio adverts, our billboards, media and everything so that will be over the next few months and then what we will do we wanted to actually culminate in a road show around South Africa okay. where we will maybe visit other smaller cities and towns um, not just our main our main cities so that we can get the word across South Africa so this is a this is a long-term project for us will there be guide dog owners that we can see within you taking this show maybe across the country yes so that's what we're hoping to do so we're going to go find um, our smaller towns uh, we are a national a national organization, so we have guide dog and service dog owners living all over South Africa. Um, so we will go and, and go to their towns as well to have them take part. Jackie, thank you so much again. Thank you so much, Charlie. After the break, we talk to an ONM instructor, guide dog users, and other people who made the day fun.
searching for podcasts has been made easy since the appearance of Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Now you can search for your favorite podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. A lot of others even say, even on YouTube, you can go on now to Spotify or anywhere else where you get your favorite podcast and search for Global Network today and listen to it. It packs a variety of topics such as black text, inheritance, and many more. Global Network. We live locally, but reach globally. Interviewing Busi right at this moment, and um, Busi, thank you so much for being on Global Network. How long have you had your guide dog? It's been three months this month. Right, and how have you been finding the experience? Oh, it's so challenging, but it's very nice. It's like I'm enjoying every minute of it, and I'm learning a lot of things about it because it's my first time to have a guide dog, and the service that the dog is giving me, and the cooperation between the two of us. And the understanding. I don't know if you mind, but um, do um, how long have you actually been uh, blind? I've lost my sight uh, 2015 on the 25th of uh, May. I'm sorry. So <laughs> thanks about that. So I think um, it's been seven years now since I've been totally blind. Okay. But before I was specially sighted, uh-huh. then uh, got my blindness through a car accident. So I was my eyes were full of glasses. So the windscreen fell over my eyes. Then that's how I end up being blind due to the operations. Have you been actually a cane user before? Oh, yes. I haven't been using a cane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't like it. I don't want to lie. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So do you... I... Yeah. Do you think that... Do you think that um, the, um, the guide dog now has given you more freedom and independence or do you still find more independence with your cane? with my dog because we can communicate and talk to I cannot talk to the cane so if my dog is just giving me a wrong direction we just chip chat hey why are you giving me a wrong direction you see so it's like um, talking to someone then the understanding so to me the cane was boring for me then I enjoy the guide dog because I all uh, I even like the dogs anyway how have you been finding because for me I'm a first time guide dog user myself mm-hmm. but um, how have you been finding um, um, living with your guide dog within your community oh in my community with the guide dog what I'm doing with my dog I don't walk around uh, in the lo- in the streets because I'm scared in, in the like as I'm staying in the location there are a lot of pit bull owners so which is quite risky for my dog and there are a lot of people who have like uh, making uh, stands for brying so there's also some issues that may be coming around from there so I'm not comfortable walking with my dog in my area what I do I mean as I'm using dialer right most of the time I'm taking my dog we walk to the bus and then I walk mostly my dog uh, to the mall and where I'm working. So if I want to take it for a walk, we go to work then we walk like uh, during my lunch time or sometimes. Uh, but I haven't booked to go to the dog park. To the park for the dogs, yes. Talking about your work, how easy or how difficult have you found it to incorporate your dog within your workplace? 
No, firstly, with my colleagues, before I had a guide dog, we all had the, they were all informed that we're going to have a service dog in the company. So they're interacting with it in a way that they are just helping me. If maybe the dog is trying to give me a wrong direction, they say, no, move to the left, it's taking you to the right, you see. So they are cooperating and they do respect the space that we do have, me and my dog, because they don't come often to my office. And if they want me to go into, to another building, they will call me, uh, we see we're going to come and fetch you, but uh, make sure you prepare Gladys so that Gladys doesn't also get harmed in terms of uh, because we have heisters and forklifts inside the yard. Busi, thank you so much for all your time and hope you have a beautiful time with your guide dog. It's a wonderful experience having a guide dog, but I hope you have, you have a wonderful time and um, you know you're going to have your dog for around about 10 to 12 years, I right? I know, and I can't wait because it's yeah. <laughs> uh, with family. Yeah. I know. Yeah, family. Yeah. So Tando, what are you um, what are you doing here at Guidox SA? I'm an orientation and mobility practitioner okay. whereby I teach um, visually impaired people how to do daily living okay. skills, um, how to walk with the cane okay. independently and safely. Yes. Alright, so how do you finding it so far? So far so good. Um, I've, I've helped a lot. Mm. Um, I have about 20 clients that I'm working with. Okay. Yes. So, so far, so good. Um, how challenging has it been to teach someone had that is recently actually coming um, from being sighted and now has to deal with being blind? Um, it's very difficult, Charlie, because um, you must remember mm. this person recently got blind. So... Um, he's not yet have accepted what is happening. Okay. So as a person, orientation and mobility practitioner, mm. um, I have to be patient. Um, mm. I have to cancel the client. Yeah. Just to get to gain the client's trust. So, what um, message would can you actually uh, give to people out there? I'm going to tell you the, the scenario. What yes. happens is sometimes mm. you find in, in African families. I don't want to base it on race, but yes. in African families, you find that you know that the same with the say where um that uh, a black man with a dog yes. or a black person with a dog mm-hmm. yeah they don't they don't match at yes. all mm-hmm. so what message would you give to people out there who actually thinks here's a blind person they're walking with a dog they don't know it's a guy dog mm-hmm. but they think they think that the dog is coming to endanger them mm-hmm. what would what message do you think you can give to people out there um listen um people have to understand that um these dogs are well trained okay. Um, these dogs, um, they cause no harm to anyone. They are service or guide dogs. They are just there to help this person who's visually impaired to navigate um, around. Mm-hmm. Yes. So come to guide dog um, if you're visually impaired. We will help you. That's, uh, that, that's the message I can say. Tanda, thank you so much for joining us today on Global Network. Any final parting words that you might have? At guide dog, we give free training services okay. to every person who's low vision or who's totally blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come to your environment and we teach you in Zinyako how to do his skills um, of, of daily living, how to walk with a cane. Um, I 
think people should take advantage of such opportunities. Um, we give free assistive devices also okay. uh, to clients mm. uh, who are in need of them. Okay. That is um, what we do at GuideDoc. Thank you so much for having me. the break we finish it up with jeremy opperman who's going to be giving us words of wisdom and actually taking us home with something to chew on for a later stage stay tuned Boy, Tab, how Tab Uncle Jasinap. I'm greeting you in the name of love, peace, and realness. Beautiful people, you've got to check out Global Network wherever you get your podcast today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, right now. How Tab, I'm out of here. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we are very glad to have you today here. Thank you, uh, Charlie. It's good to be here. Um, one thing that I wanted to know, your duty on Gilox SA, you are sitting at the board. Is that, is that correct? Yes, yes. I've been a board member since uh, late 2019. How has it been, the experience for you? It's been interesting. I, I'm a firm believer that um, a board such as that board on South African Guide Dog Association being an organization primarily for the blind, mm-hmm. um, must have representation. And I'm only the second blind person to ever sit on that board. Um, and so what it shows is that it's literally important because uh, people who are not steeped in disability um, issues are, are completely unaware of the nuance of disability uh, in terms of things like access. Um, and so even the law, you know, and so if you don't have representation, then decisions are very often made that, that, that don't necessarily reflect well on disability, on persons with disabilities. So... I'm glad I'm on it. I have to say it can be tricky at times. It can be quite trying because, you know, there are people are oblivious very mm-hmm. often. Um, but um, it's, I'm, I'm glad I'm there. Coming to the prestigious event that you guys held on Thursday, and I must say it was one to remember, um, what do you, from your perspective, what do you think was the initiative of that prestigious event? It was great, you know. It was the uh, essentially it was the launch of the new media campaign, mm-hmm. um, which in, in, in com- encapsulated an outstanding video, um, which captured the four principal um, issues that South African guide dogs offers as resources. Um, it covered very well cane use and the training of cane use. It okay. covered guide dogs for the blind. It covered service dogs for persons with physical disabilities. Mm-hmm. And lastly, it covered dogs being used for um, 
youth with autism or on the autism spectrum. Okay. And so the video very beautifully um, captured all four of those principal mm-hmm. resources that guide dogs offer. And we had a, a great day. You were there and several of our other guide dog colleagues were there, uh, including service dogs, um, users. And um, it, was a, it was a great day. I thought it was beautifully organized. Yeah. by the Cape Town office. Jeremy, you are a guide dog user yourself. From a guide dog user's perspective, would you say that the, that the event did everything that it was supposed to do? Did I it? think so. I, it, was, it was fine. You know, there were a lot of dogs around, but the, all the staff were there. If anybody mm. needed assistance, um, you know, there, there were plenty of staff there to assist. So in that respect, yes, I do yeah. believe, I believe the event went very well. Ladies and gentlemen, if and when the radio advert of this video comes out, um, I want to uh, promise you that we will be actually having it here on the podcast and letting you hear the um, this advert that we'll be talking about. But for now, it is just a video one. Um, if you want to go and check it out, I'm going to be having the link on the show notes so you can go actually look at the video and see what it's all about. Uh, Jeremy, one last question that I want to ask. Going forward, what is Guide Dog SA intending to do? Maybe give more services or, 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 or just in general thought? Can you give us a sneak preview of what is in the future for Guide Dog SA? I think so. The the uh, more of the same would be a safe answer. In other words, mm-hmm. um, more focus on the on all of the issues. We want to increase the numbers of dogs available for mm-hmm. both for all three of the of the dog resource um, elements. Um, and for that, you know, requires an extension to our our breeding program and our puppy raising program. Okay. Um, for things to happen, you know, there, there, there needs to be things in place. So, you know, Definitely. things like more puppy raises are necessary. Mm. And lastly, cane cane training, white cane training. There's going to be an increased focus on the training of um, O&M instructors, orientation mobility instructors mm. who use canes. I see that you recently started even a, a an O and M uh, department at Gardox SA. Um, how did that come about? Well, it's not recent. That thing's been there since the seventies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that nobody knew really that it was there. Um, okay. It was it was always the 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 seat of O and M in this country. Wow. Um, yeah, and for most of the O&M instructors around, bar mm-hmm. one or two who learned overseas, yeah. Um, so 99.9% of the O&M instructors around in this country, and bearing in mind that there are only about 46 of them in the whole country. Okay. And bearing in mind there's a million blind people in this country. Definitely. Um, <laughs> so that's a real problem. Yeah. All of those people, bar literally one or two, trained at the College of Orientation, Mobility and Instruction. So what Guide Dogs is doing uh, recently in the last couple of years mm-hmm. is to highlight the work of the O&M College more yeah. to increase their funding um, opportunities and to be able to increase their capacity, mm-hmm. which is very important. Can anyone become a puppy raiser or is there specialized people in order for this task? No, I think mo- many many families could become puppy raisers. There are several criteria that you need to 
um, I need to just explain, Charlie, if I could, the puppy raising. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who raise the puppy from about six weeks to about um, 18 months or so, okay. um, give or take a month or two. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they sensitize the dog. They socialize the dog. They, they, they make the dog to be – they really do provide a, a strong linkage to the personality of the dog. Yes. And so they are, those puppy raisers are, are, are trained in a curriculum while they're raising the puppy. There are some criteria. It needs to be a walled garden. Mm -hmm. It would be wonderful if there were children involved um, so that the the dogs grow up with children, which is important. Yes. and you know it's so they and it's very important that the puppy raisers commit to the mm-hmm. curriculum that they're required to follow it's so that there are no mistakes made because we don't want dogs that have been taught bad habits yeah begging lying on the bed that sort of things mm-hmm. and so puppy it's an, a puppy raising is one of the the unsung heroes of the whole guide dog narrative right. and so it's very important that that we that we motivate for more puppy races. How do you, how do you apply to be a guide dog owner when you are visually impaired or blind, or even an autism? If you have well, autism. exactly. So you remember, it could be it could be a blind person, it could be a person with a physical disability, yes. or literally, it could be a, a family who has a child on the autism spectrum. You simply, mm. you simply look up guide dog association. Um, and um, phone them or um, fill in an online form, but probably phoning would be the best. Yes. And you, you, you will get an interview. They will come and see you. They will assess you. It's very the assessment part. They'll assess you as an individual. They'll assess okay. how fast. If you're a blind, let's just focus on the blind for a moment. Yeah. They'll assess how fast we walk. They will see where we live. Okay. Uh, they will assess the need. Why are you needing a guide dog? Is mm-hmm. it because you're going to commute? Is it because you just want to go to the shop and buy bread and milk every second day? Okay. Um, so there's all sorts of things they need. And then the dogs are matched to us. All right. They don't just take a dog off the shelf, mm. which is why it takes so long. I, I, I honestly thought that you can go to the shops and just buy a dog from the shelf. <laughs> yes, I know. A lot of people thought that, but it's absolutely not true. <laughs> yeah. um, Jeremy, any last parting words that you might have for people out there? I think um, it's important that that society, you know, what I've noticed in my 15 years of having a guide dog Mm. is that a lot of society is still very ignorant about the rights of the dog being able to go places. And I think it's important that people understand that guide dogs are allowed to go just about anywhere. There are very few places that you can honestly say you're absolutely not allowed to go. Mm. And it's it's very annoying when we still see this thing happening where the somebody will try and stop us from getting places. Um, and we and I think society just needs to know that this organization is um, far broader than just dogs. Okay. Because that's a very exclusive little society. But the fact that they get involved in the orientation mobility at such a broad level is very important to remember as well. All right. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us and uh, thank you for coming on to Global Network. Pleasure. It's been good to be with you. It was a prestigious event for the ages and not that anyone will forget it anytime soon. Not for everyone else who were there, including myself. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on Global Network. My name is Charlie D, and thank you so much that you have been a part of this wild rollercoaster of an episode, right? It was so much fun. It was so much fun being there at the I Love Coffee Coffee House and joining with all of those people. Hope we can do it again whenever we get the chance or the time to do that. But for any other information that you want to know about Guidox SA, please refer to the show notes or the links will be in the show notes and you can actually refer to them. And if you want anything else or maybe to email me about the podcast, you can email me at C-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-A dot D-Y-A-S-I at gmail.com. And don't forget... But thank you so much for joining us. Let's meet again next time where we live locally but touch or reach globally. Thank you for listening to A Different Way of Seeing. We would love to connect with you. So find Lois at loisdrachen.com or Facebook, Lois Strachen Speaker. This podcast was edited by Craig Strachen using Hindenburg Pro. Hindenburg, it's all about the story. The credits are done at Naledi Media. Naledi Media, all your vocal needs under one roof. Read by Charlie Yassi. That's it for now. Thank you for joining us and see you next time when we bring you into the world of seeing differently.